Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Bitcoin sinks below 40000 and the world is celebrating because the most successful investors buy when everyone else is selling, and they sell when everyone else is buying. Because cryptocurrency is a risky investment, you as an investor need a fully secure digital money platform, and that's what we give you with My Digital Money, MDM for short. MDM uses unparalleled military-grade cold storage for your cryptos, which is also fully insured. Because this was created by Colin Plume, CEO of American-based Noble Gold, when you reach customer service, you'll be able to understand what they're telling you english spoken here mdm will help you open and maintain your crypto ira so go to their website mydigitalmoney.com digital currency is a new and very speculative market it is risky no outcome can be predicted with any investment is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors my digitalmoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest you have enough to worry about let us help you set it up and you'll be extremely happy with our service hey everybody dave hodges here of the common sense show where the show that's freeing america one enslaved mind at a time really glad you could join us here in our guest segment thank you for staying with us through the intro part of our program and uh, just a programming note because we're on different networks If you're listening to us on Global Star Radio Network and its affiliates, you know we do that three-hour stretch, and as we do that on Global Star as Red State Talk Radio, both of those networks, you're going to get this interview, a two-hour interview with Terry Cook. You're going to get this as hours one and two, and it'll be successive. If you're listening to us on our flagship station, that's a different matter. Well, you'll you'll get these in successive business days here, and I'm having all kinds of prompting problems here. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, our guest is Terry L. Cook, and I just uh, while well, I'm trying to pull up uh, his credentials here again, okay? Um, yeah, the gremlins are out today, folks. But first, before we start with Terry, and this is going to be an interesting interview because he has fictionalized what people like Steve Quayle, Doug Hagman, and myself have written about for years and finally people are starting to really pay attention and terry grabs your attention with this and you're going well who's terry cook i'll tell you in just a minute first of all we gotta pay some bills to keep the lights on number one folks listen to me carefully your bank is going to crash you know cash is trash it's going to crash uh they're all failing their stress tests they're all hoarding gold and this is why you need to go to noble gold and noble gold isn't just going to sell you gold they also do this asset reallocation and i went through this with them about a month ago and i'm so glad i did and they can help you too they'll never call you there's no pressure but i'm telling you folks if you keep your money in the bank the way it is right now 
a lot of you are going to be very sorry. You're either going to get a severe haircut or you're going to lose the whole thing altogether. Give them a call at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. And again, we represent one of the few storable food companies that are still making demands, or meeting demands, I should say. And this is great food. It's restaurant quality, 25-year shelf life, and no price increase. There's been no gouging. If they did, I wouldn't represent them. And, um, you know, I have my own supply here, and I'm telling you, it tastes great. Preparewithdave.com is the place to go. There are famines coming. I have been writing about that extensively on the CommonSenseShow.com. They're not even putting National Guard in the closed meat packing plants, which they could do. They should be doing it now, and they're not. And that just tells you this is part of the plan, and you need to have your own food. Go to preparewithdave.com. All right, well, Terry L. Cook and I have been together on shows before, but it's been a while. So I'm going to read to you Terry's bio if you're not familiar with him. He's been a published author since 94, so just doing the math, that's quite a while. And has he's written more than a dozen nonfiction books and since then, and he's he holds uh, multiple degrees, AA, AS, BA, BS, and an MBA, plus two college teaching credentials. So we share a similar background there. He is a retired government professional, a military war veteran, and a former National Guard officer. He is also an FAA-licensed commercial jet pilot, ATP designation, with 3,000 total hours of flying experience. Additionally, he has appeared as an expert guest on thousands of international radio and TV shows during the past 25 years, including the prestigious 2012 H2 History Channel, uh, TV, love that channel, uh, and he was on a special entitled Countdown to Apocalypse, which was re-aired thereafter on global television for several subsequent years. But of all his life's experience, writing is his passion, and this book is his first fictional novel, and he hopes you'll enjoy it. It's entitled www from the duke of hell.com that's where you can get it but it's entitled the duke of hell it's an interesting title we're going to have to ask him about that um and uh, this is a shocking sci-fi novel and i can't wait to get to it to talk about this let me read to you the press release here for the book it kind of give you an idea and set the tone for where we're going in this two-part interview uh Finally, a fresh and revolutionary idea has hit the sci-fi bookshelves in the form of Terry L. Cook's amazing new novel, The Duke of Hell, The World's Final Dictator. Sounds kind of like the Antichrist here. We'll have to ask him about that. Indeed, the book is a shocking story of a complex web of planned calamities engineered by secretive cabal intent on preparing the world for the arrival of its demonic alien master, UFO Commander Ashtar. In fact, a planned global economic collapse is only the beginning of a long, strategized, unending parade of crime, drugs, famine, plague, political dysfunction, corruption, perversion, general societal chaos, and unending wars as the world finds itself completely immersed in a downward spiral of demonic, decadent doom. Yes, it is 2021, and the world finds itself under the direct control of the unquantifiable, unidentifiable, stealthy, satanic conspiracy, whose goal is nothing short of snatching the souls of everyone, and while such orchestrated chaotic events begin to extend their hellish hands globally, only a few are aware that Earth has entered its final hour 
upon the stage or that of 6,000 years of prophecies soon will be fulfilled via a tribulation-induced cataclysmic countdown apocalypse. This new Duke of Hell book has been praised for its enthralling plot, intense intrigue, suspense, gripping pace, because once it grabs a hold of your conscience, it doesn't let up until the very last page has been read. And even then, it only leaves you wanting more. It is an easy read, skillful fictional weaving of both mystery and cataclysmic friction, portraying the consummate spiritual battle between good and evil, or God and the devil. Accordingly, the author is already planning a series of sequels to continue the story to its epic conclusion. The Duke of Hell, the world's final dictator, is currently available at Amazon.com. However, eager fans excited to buy the book now can quickly obtain the copy from the Duke of Hell's official website at www.dukeofhell.com. Once you're there, fans will be able to watch the book's mind-blowing official 12-minute video trailer as well. And trust me, you don't want to miss this scary, frightening video trailer. It is a real killer. It will disturb you to the core. Once again, this exciting and amazingly total unnerving book is available immediately in both paperback and Kindle formats via the Duke of Hell Books website at thedukeofhell.com. May the force not be with you. Well, Terry, I hope the good force is with you, and thanks for joining us here on the Common Sense Show. And we've kind of set the stage for where we're going, uh, and it's good to connect with you after all these years. Dave, it's such a pleasure and an honor, both a pleasure and an honor, to be back with you after 10 years. Uh, We last talked about 10 years ago, and uh, you've just been doing a phenomenal work since then. And I'm so pleased that you allowed me to once again appear with you on this radio program. Thank you, sir. Well, it's our pleasure to have you, Terry. And, uh, and one thing we didn't get across there on, on the um, the bio, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you were once um, a, a sheriff. Yes, I, I, I don't use the title uh, retired police executive anymore because some people are turned off, especially today, with with many of our police departments turning against us, Dave. You know, when I got into the ministry uh, back in 93 and 94, after I retired from L.A. Sheriff's Department after a career there, uh, it was still honorable to be a a police person, you know. uh, But today, I don't trust half of them myself because they've Mm -hmm. all been uh, new world orderized. You know what I mean? Yeah, but listen, most of the ones I know, I'm friends with Sheriff Richard Mack, for example. I know Richard. I I used to lecture with Richard. (laughs) Yeah, I I love Richard. And there are so so many policemen that I know that are active today, and they give you the shirt off their back. They're kind, they're compassionate, uh, and there's so many good cops out there. And yes, there are some that are not good, and a lot of them make their way into the chief of police positions. But I think the rank and file that is out there do care about doing a good job. Mostly uh, at at the rank and file level, you're absolutely correct. They're all a bunch of good people. It's a, it's a hazardous job, and you don't sign up for that job unless you're motivated by something other than power and money. Unfortunately, as you just said, uh, just at the local government levels upward, all the way to Washington, uh, the key management positions at many if not all today, at many. Uh, The few that haven't been converted to the New World Order are rare now, and that was the communist goal 
uh, 60, 70 years ago that they would take over government at every level and at every important function they would place a progressive socialist in power. And unfortunately, that's happened to police departments in Portland and Seattle and so on and so on. But the, the key people uh, are, are leading this mess. They're, they're the New World Order folks, the progressives, the liberals, the communists, basically. But the people that are working the streets are, are generally very good people. Uh, and, and many of them, if not most, are very unhappy with where leadership takes them, David. You know that. Yeah, I, I just have a hard time disparaging someone who's willing to run into a building that I'm running out of and and uh, will answer these distress calls. Right. We, we had a guy, I, I forget his name now, forgive me, I don't have my notes in front of me, but we had a police commander who did not have to even answer a call, but he was on scene of a domestic dispute here two weeks ago, and he was walking up the stairs into the place, and uh, they came out and shot him in the chest with a shotgun. He was three months away from retirement, much loved in the community and see it's that kind of uh, bravery courage and the sacrifice that these people put on the line that i so respect and yes i know they're bad ones and we need to you know get them out but uh, the vast majority of them i, I gotta tell you terry i have undying respect for them oh i do too and i i didn't mean to you use the word disparage and i didn't mean to sound that way whatsoever yeah you no, know, but i agree with you what we just said about Positions of power. I, I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. um, the mayor. It's not their uh, fault that the, yeah. the positions of power have been politically <clears throat> taken over by uh, people who have been generally financed by George Soros, whose mm -hmm. goal is to destroy America. So, but the the cops, the ladies and gentlemen on the street, are generally just super people. Yes. And I used to be one of them, but you know, I I worked my way up, and uh, so uh, much of my young life out of the military, I started at L.A. Sheriff at age 21. I handled Charles Manson at age 22, right out of the police academy, right out of L.A. Sheriff's Police Academy, and uh, my first uh, bachelor's degrees in uh, criminal justice from California State University Fullerton. So, uh, you know, my my young life was spent in police work. So I'm very well aware of the uh, of the outstanding caliber of people <clears throat> that was in the profession back then yeah. that and are still uh, people my you know my grandchildren's age or, or my son's age uh, are still in that profession. So I know there's no disparity intended yeah. at all in making the statements that I previously did. Uh, the people on the street are still great. No, I, I agree. But listen, uh, you're absolutely right. If you're in a democratic city. And you're a chief of police, or you're uh, you really are caught between a rock and a hard place, between their liberal politics and what you know is best for the people on the street. That's exactly what I meant to convey, and I and you you have done a better job than I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well you know what they say about the sun shining on you once a day, but but anyway, uh, uh, you've written a book. I got to tell you something. You used uh, is one of your fictional characters. Commander Ashtar, and I have to tell you this uh, strange, strange coincidence. Back when I was first uh, a practicing mental health practitioner, um, and and I in my very first job, and I had interned there as well too, was at this uh, Salvation Army Center here in the Phoenix area, and I used to do intake to start. That's where they start the rookies out at, and I had a lady come in. 
and we didn't take SMI seriously mentally ill. I mean, you could have a personality disorder, a drug addiction, and so forth, and we took those. But we farmed the serious ones out to the state mental hospital. This one lady comes in, and she's going through her history of drug abuse, which was quite long. And then I said, okay, well, what brings you here today? And she says, well, I've been having an affair with my lover in his spaceship, Commander Ashtar. And she went on this long diatribe about their relationship. Commander <laughs> Ashtar, Terry, I kid you not. This goes, this goes. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time it was back to the 90s and i still remember i've told the story in staffings when i've been with other therapists and and uh commander ashtar and i'm not making fun of the lady but the coincidence between the name you chose and the encounter i had one of my first cases is pretty stunning now that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing that you would uh, encounter such a thing. Aren't you also a retired college professor, Dave? Am yeah, I yeah, I did that, and uh, also was a college basketball coach. 
Wow, what an amazing career you've had. And, uh, of course, you're quite younger than I am. Didn't you say you were 29 or was it 30? Oh, yeah, yeah, 29 a few times over or a couple times over. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I'm getting a taste of Medicare now, and I ain't liking it. Um, I'll just tell you you that. But, yeah, I've I've been blessed to do a lot of really cool things. High school teacher, college prof, taught psych, social research, stat, written some courses. So I was really blessed to do some really fantastic. So you're looking to thank someone special for helping you get through the year. Noble Gold has the perfect gift. It's a four-coin set of rare, solid 24-karat gold, Augusta St. Gaudens Lady Liberties. These impressive coins are bullion-grade proofs authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the current American Eagle design. They're not making any more. Only 20 left. Buy two sets. It'll cost you less than $10,000, and you'll be gifted a free Apollo 11 coin. Discover more. By calling Noble Gold at 877-646-5347. Fantastic things. And then I did the mental health uh, therapy thing for a while. And I'm not really built for it because, you know, I kind of carry my work into my heart. And when your success rate dealing with certain populations is 10 or 12%, I need to win more than that. And, and it, was really, <laughs> it was really bringing me down. I mean, and, and I look at, at, at helping people as like a challenge and you live and die and you can't do that and stay in the profession. You live and die with their successes. And if you do that, you burn out and I burned out. Yeah, it's it's a tough profession, and uh, I, I, honestly, I couldn't do it. I I just don't have the temperament or the personality for that. So uh, I'm so pleased that uh, you were able to get out of it alive. <laughs> yeah, interesting too. The, the part of the town that I was in, you're you're closer than you realize. Um, oh, I know, I know. I've dealt with them. <laughs> Some of them are just uh, you know, there's nothing you can do to. <laughs> to fix their situation and then some of them get physically violent i've encountered quite a few of those but praise god you made it out alive brother and you're doing what you're doing you're not doing this to get rich nor have i chosen to do this to get rich uh we're trying to as patriots and christians and we're trying to one uh forestall or save the country if it if at all it can be saved at this point i it's gone in my personal opinion it's gone and uh, and and the the thing that will really take it down is the uh, imminent economic collapse that's coming that will yeah, finish us off, and and then the troops will come in from uh, the United Nations to take control and restore order, the new world order. So that's another story. But um, this book, you mentioned the name Ashtaroth, and you you handled somebody who alleged that they had a, a an affair with yeah. uh, Commander Ashtaroth. Well, it turned out the lady was uh, schizophrenic, and, and so we didn't take her on as a patient. And we, that's why we do intake. We screened her out in the initial process, and were able to refer her. Uh, but yeah, she was fairly seriously schizophrenic, and the hallucinations were vivid. And she went into great detail with me. What, what should have been a 30-minute intake ended up going about an hour and 15 minutes. And it was one of my first, and it just it made an indelible mark on me. And she just had no control over the hallucinations. She was actually seeing people around me at the time she was talking. And I remember thinking, well, I hope these people like me because uh, I can't see them and I'm defenseless. But she, uh, yeah, she was schizophrenic. Uh, but, you know, the bottom line is, though, is there is the unseen world there in the spirit world. And I'm sure that you get into that as much, too. Oh, I've been beaten up by all of them. And, you know, they're invisible. And uh, thank God you couldn't see them around her because they're, they're demons. 
Yeah. We can't see them. It's in a different dimension. However, they're around us right now. Uh, I don't know about you, but it's been a tough 30 years uh, <laughs> for me in the ministry because these subjects are something the devil doesn't want out. And even though Scripture has uh, pretty much described them uh, in, a, in a summary format, um, what we're actually doing right now is we're encountering all of those summaries on a day-to-day basis. We're actually physically encountering them daily. Uh, you know, we're having invisible demonic encounters. But the one that's going to be visible is this Ashtaroth, Ashtar character mm-hmm. that you, um, you know, uh, encountered um, indirectly through this uh, previous client you had. And uh, the name is unusual. See, I, I first did a TV, a Christian TV show on prophecy in the news. Did you know J.R. Church, David? No, I didn't. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, he's no longer with us, but what a fine man he was. And he had me on his TV show after I published my first book in 1994, The Mark of the New World Order, which was 777 pages long. (laughs) It was the size of a telephone directory. But I wanted to make a case for what was happening, and I did so that uh, that was 777 pages long. And you can still find used (laughs) copies of that book on Amazon and elsewhere. But uh, he had me on uh, Prophecy in the News in Oklahoma City back then, and I discussed Ashtar's books back then in 1994. And if you want a copy of that, it's that email, I'm sorry, that YouTube presentation is still on the net, still on YouTube, and I can send you a link to that. You can watch it because, in other words, I've been watching this space case junk uh, uh, progress since I got in the ministry about 1993-1994 and uh, now we're at the conclusion of the conditioning process in all respects for the new world order and uh, so Satan now has hundreds David, he has hundreds perhaps thousands of YouTube presentations, YouTube channels, uh, websites and everything with all the humans who have been possessed uh, with demonic spirits who prepare, are preparing uh, Commander Ashtar's arrival in a UFO. So uh, I've been warning about this since 1994, and I've been watching it, but uh, I, I retired several years ago, and I noticed that the increase of velocity and frequency of these presentations on YouTube uh, in our advanced Internet system now are just mind-boggling. And so uh, I've been casually doing radio shows off and on for the last uh, 10 years, um, mostly retired, but uh, occasionally on, on very good shows. And I've mentioned this increase in velocity and uh, frequency of UFO sightings and UFO information and so forth. For example, last year there were more UFO observations uh, than any previous year. Uh, and in 1947, the year I was born... Uh, I'm 73 shortly Um, there were only 15 total 15 total Dave for the entire year of 1947 Mm -hmm. but last year the thousands of observations were made so we're being slowly conditioned we have been slowly conditioned over decades now to believe this junk is real Star Trek and uh, you name it you know Buck Rogers when I was a kid um, and Hitler's prototype of a UFO after the war, after World War II, uh, was brought over here and, and uh, with uh, 
a lot of their engineers has started our NASA. So for the last 50 years, uh, kids, you know, were were born into this uh, UFO type environment, and uh, all the movies in Hollywood financed by Satan's people are about UFOs and Star Trek and all. It's mental conditioning getting us ready to receive somebody or something called Ashtar or Ashtaroth. Now, in the Old Testament, Dave, back in the Old Testament, it actually warns us against a demon called Ashtaroth. Okay? Now, isn't it interesting that Rothschild runs the international banking system, along with many helpers, and he controls uh, the top 147 corporations on Earth that have sub-organizations that own virtually everything, but uh, isn't it interesting that uh, uh, Rothschild, which was not his original name, uh, but now it's the uh, the name most commonly known. But Rothschild, uh, we think about Ashtoroth being the same spelling as Rothschild, and they're connected, you see? And that's not how my book's laid out. I, I laid my book out so that uh, the Antichrist from space, Commander Ashtoroth, is communicating with his Illuminati in London, at the city of London, where Rothschild's headquarters is, who controls not only just all the banks on the planet, but owns all the corporations, the military corporations, with few exceptions, owns uh, the six major media corporations, and pumps out propaganda, as we well observed during the last three and a half years, against President Trump. So, the Rothschild banking and international a uh, corporate environment controls virtually everything so that we're all mind controlled we're all physically controlled because the money even has Satan's signature on the back of the dollar every dollar bill says announcing the birth of the new world order under the Antichrist so we're all controlled you know our, our paychecks come directly from Satan's banking community which is headed by Rothschild so if you go to the Old Testament, Dave, uh, it talks about the demon, a very powerful demon back in the Old Testament days as Ashtaroth. Ashtaroth. And, of course, they've shortened it now. This is the same demon. You know, he's an eternal demon. And, and they've shortened it now to Ashtar. Ashtar rather than Ashtaroth. And they're saying that he's the international intergalactic space commander who's going to invade the Earth uh, after enough chaos has happened for him to be needed. That's where we are. Project Bluebeam. Project Bluebeam, yes. Now, uh, you remember that book was written by Serge Menashe, and I did my, uh, I think, my 10th radio show with him in 1994 very fine uh, Christian in Canada and he's no longer with us he's he's lucky, he's, he's in paradise with the Lord, but a very fine man, and I see, there's another thing I did my first radio show with Serge Menashe who wrote that book, Project Bluebeam, in 1994 I believe he published that so the Lord has been preparing me uh, and you know all these years, now I didn't mention UFOs specifically in my first book uh, the Mark of the New World Order, but what I did do in the conclusionary chapter of The Mark of the New World Order, which again was 777 pages long, was I quoted Henry Kissinger. Now, you may remember who Henry Kissinger is, right, David? Uh, <laughs> he wants to take all the food off my plate. Well, yeah, he did that too, and I wrote a book on that, Codex Alimentarius. Yes, I remember it well. 
Okay, and I wrote a book on that, and I wrote a book on uh, oh several things, uh, and they didn't sell very well because no one uh, re- really was open to understanding such things over the last twenty five years. Um, then uh, you know, my, with my police background, I actually wrote a a very comprehensive, easy to read book on the Interpol, which is basically a separate nation. And do you know that Interpol has the authority to publish? Uh, and print its own passports as if it's a sovereign nation. Did you know that? I did not know it went that far, but I do know mm-hmm. they're an international um, agency, so I'm not surprised by what you're saying. Founded but by printing- Hitler's people, Dave. Founded oh, by Hitler's people. Really? I, no, I did not know that. Uh-huh. So um, in that book, I only sold about, uh, I don't know, over 10, 12 years, I only sold about 15,000 copies, you see. Because... Um, the Lord had me write all that stuff, so I have a comprehensive understanding of just about every facet of the New World Order. But uh, the stuff is, uh, you know, easy to read, but still very spiritually and politically uh, sophisticated to where the average person just doesn't get it or doesn't want to get it. Uh, the, the whole process of the New World Order is a complete takeover spiritually and politically of planet Earth into the new world order. It's a paradigm shift, David. Okay, so we all have to be brainwashed thoroughly, and that's what they've done. Uh, the communists are the uh, the political arms of this international satanic system. See, as you well know, Karl Marx was a literal devil worshiper, a literal Satanist, and he got credit... He and uh, Frederick Engels got credit for having invented the whole concept of communism, i.e. Marxism, i.e. socialism, i.e. progressivism, i.e. fascism, i.e. every kind of Satanism. So really, communism is nothing more than a politicized term to describe what's really behind it, and that's Satanism. In fact, I wrote a book called Comrade Antichrist. And then I wrote another book called Revolution, Communism is Really Satanism in Disguise. So, I think God's taken me from 1994, and my first interview with Project Blue Beam publisher, Serge. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Manash, to where we are now, and I've been watching this uh, strategically over those years, David, and that's why the guy, God brought me out of retirement. And in three and a half months, I went from no book, no videos, to writing this 200-page so-called sci-fi book that really ain't that sci-fi, brother. And uh, it's basically a, a, a sci-fi presentation of what's really happening, but it's easy to swallow because it is sci-fi. Yeah, it bypasses the critical parts of liberals' brains that want to reject it. Exactly. I I, I hear what you're saying on that. Um, I've always held the opinion that uh, Blue Beam would be like a fail-safe. It'd be the uh, option of last resort, if nothing else, work to subjugate the Earth. Well, here's the thing. 
this arrival of the Antichrist is not it's not going to be some Arab dismounting from his camel in the Middle East okay now listen that's why many Christian shows have refused to have me on I mean they, they consider me a nut job because this is such uh, a concept that's out literally out of this world that they can't get their hands around it now we have to remember what our Lord and Savior told us in Matthew 24 he said the first thing out of his mouth practically was be not deceived did he not say that be not deceived that's correct so why would the Lord warn us about not being deceived before he started the, the rest of his dissertation on all of the things the final generation would observe before the end came you see so uh, Matthew 24 now people get confused with Acts 1 uh, in that regard you know Jesus said that we would know all by reading all those signs by understanding and observing all the signs he gave us in Matthew 24 Luke 21 Mark 13 which is the synoptic version of of Matthew 24 All, all three of them say the same thing but slightly differently but a lot of people get confused by misunderstanding Acts 1. Now when the Lord ascended into the clouds, two angels said, uh, why are you so amazed? This same Jesus will return in the clouds in like manner. And then they say, well, you know, they were alive back then to watch Jesus ascend after, you know, the resurrection and when he went back to heaven to uh, to the throne of the Father. Uh, they were confused and so they asked back then and scripture says they asked well what will be the signs and the seasons and then the scripture says then um, well let me let me let me clarify that because this is where a lot of people a lot of pastors get confused because it would seem that Matthew 24 contradicts Acts 1 in this regard so let me say this they asked the Lord what at this time that's a very important prepositional phrase. You know, they said, "What are the signs at this time? At this time uh, of your of your return?" And so, uh, Scripture says they were told that it is not for you at this time to understand that. You see, to know the times and the seasons. Now, see, then we go to Matthew twenty-four, which specifically says you'll know when it's near even at the door what you won't know and that no one knows except God himself is the exact day and hour then Jesus was more specific he says okay so you'll know when it's near by reading all the signs all the signs in Matthew 24 you won't know the exact day and hour but you'll know by reading the signs that it's at the door then he says verily verily King James I say to you the generation that observes these signs, that sees all these things, will not die before the end comes and all prophecies fulfilled. Okay, so I'm a I'm a literalist. I'm a fundamentalist, uh, basically a King James guy. And uh, so what the Lord told us is we'll know it's near. And he, in fact, he likened it to a weather observation. Remember that, Dave? He said, you know, you can read the signs of the weather. And you know a storm's coming, but you can't read my spiritual signs about what I'm telling you. I'm paraphrasing. But he said uh, he likened it to a fig tree. You know, in the wintertime, it, uh, you know, it's not ripe. 
It's not giving fruit. But then the weather changes and the seasons change. He says, so, you know, uh, be aware that everything I'm saying here in Matthew 24 is kind of like that. That uh, as, as if you're reading the weather and as if you watch a fig tree turn from winter to summer and start bearing fruit, know that if you observe all of my signs I'm giving you here, you'll know it's near even at the door, even though you won't know the exact day and hour. But those who see all of the signs in Matthew 24 simultaneously, that's the final generation of which I speak. I'm paraphrasing. So we are that final generation. Now the next question is, Dave, uh, how does the Bible define a generation? And my former pastor, Hal Lindsey, do you remember Hal Lindsey? Great remember Hal Lindsey well. He was my pastor for three years in Los Angeles. And... Uh, He's still alive. He's still in Oklahoma. He's having a difficult time at age 90 now, but he's still alive. He has Hal Lindsey Ministries in Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he still gives out a newsletter. But Hal was a great prophecy teacher. As you know, he wrote the the book, The Late Great Planet Earth, uh, back in 71 or 72, and he sold 18 million copies of that. And then he wrote a subsequent book called Satan is Still Alive on Planet Earth. <laughs> well, he's not going away. He's coming back as Ashtar, in my opinion. Interesting. So, bottom line is, we are the generation, and a a biblical generation is generally defined as anywhere from 40 to 120 years. You remember back in Genesis, God restricted our maximum age to about 120 years. You know, before that, Methuselah and Enoch, and they lived for about 1,000 years. So uh, once the world had repopulated after the flood, then God restricted um, the maximum age of our lifespans to roughly 120 years. And that's why you, you don't see many people living beyond that. But generally speaking, a generation is somewhere between 40 and uh, you know 80 years. Now, I'm 73, and I was born in 47. Israel was sent back home by God to the Holy Land in 1948. And Hal Lindsey uh, lectured over and over again while I attended his church that that was one of the major signs of the end times. And so he postulated, he speculated, Dave, that perhaps 1947 plus 40 years, you know, a, his understanding of a generation at that time would see perhaps the beginning of the tribulation. Well, he was pounded to death practically for having falsely prophesied that it would be 40 years. And of course, I'm telling you that a generation can be based on my study of uh, 27 years. A, a, a generation could be anywhere from 40 to about 120. Typically, mm, around 75, 80 years. Now we're there. So all the signs are there. We know it's close, even at the door. We don't know the exact day and hour. Only God knows that. But we see all the signs that Jesus authorized us to understand. Now we go to Daniel, and Daniel says, you know, he got all these prophecies about the end and the Antichrist. Jesus verified that Daniel is my prophet, close quote. Okay, so we know that the book of Daniel is of the Lord and spoke for God. And so... When Daniel got all the prophecies of the Antichrist and the end of the world, he said, Oh, literally, literally, oh my God, I don't understand any of this. Lord, would you please explain this? I'm paraphrasing. Daniel, read 12, okay? Daniel 12. 
And the Lord responded to Daniel's request for more information and more understanding as followed. He said, it's not for you to understand this stuff, basically implying in your generation. He said, this stuff is sealed until, listen now, until the end of time. At which time, it'll be unlocked. And that's why Revelation says, anybody who reads the book of Revelation, uh, let he who reads understand because the time is near okay so everything's unlocked now we're the final generation david we've been blessed to be so uh you're just one of the finest teachers on the internet and um i don't want my own podcast show it's just too much work you know you're getting three hours sleep a night i i just i can't do that at age 73 brother so it's all i can do to keep my wife happy who's 10 years younger and and do what i'm doing now at age 73 so i i applaud you i respect you and uh, I send your stuff to everybody I know, and it's highly regarded. Well, I appreciate that, but I, I got to tell you, you, you're, you, you have my undying admiration. Your wife's ten years younger; mine's five, and she runs me in circles. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I don't know how you do it. Well, and I'm married to a redhead, so please, uh, you know, a gorgeous, uh, green-eyed, uh, you know, uh, German-Irish redhead. So uh, uh, she uh, she has an addiction. I have to admit this right on the air, okay? Um, uh, she's addicted to cowgirl boots. So I'm I'm looking for Dave. If you if there's anything in Phoenix, there one of those like AA societies for anybody who's addicted <laughs> to cowgirl boots. Would you let me know? Boot Bootaholics Anonymous. That's what I need right now because my wife has so many boots in the closet she can't find the door. <laughs> well, you're lucky she hasn't given you the boot, so it's okay. <laughs> Absolutely, I told her that. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I want to get back into this. Uh, final generation thing Terry I know I'm living an illusion I know it and I know I'm wrong but I want to just live I want to live and God let's choose this but I want to live a natural life I didn't want to have to fight Satan in the form I'm fighting him today (laughs) my life was working very well I didn't need this excitement Uh, I really enjoyed the things I've done and here I am facing off against this horrendous opponent and I've got family younger family and they're not going to get to live out the same life I did that's very sad for me and I was always hoping that if we could have a revival and repent maybe God would push this off to the next generation and we could (laughs) kick this can down the road I'm not kidding I actually had this illusion and part of me still wants to hang on to it but there's no escaping it is there well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You just said kick the can. Haven't you had your can kicked? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think society's had their can kicked. <laughs> Listen, you've been appointed to be a spokesperson for the Lord in these last days. Don't you think each of us feels that way? Uh, honestly, look at uh, uh, Graham. Look, look at Franklin Graham, and he's getting his can kicked. And uh, virtually every real fundamentalist Christian who tries to teach against Satan's coming empire is is getting their their can kicked either uh, they're getting it cut off and handed it to them handed to them or they're just uh, they're being destroyed on YouTube their their accounts are being withdrawn for whatever gimpy reason YouTube wants to claim to cancel their channels and then uh, ministry funds I have a pastor friend in Seattle an end times uh, minister friend of mine Jonathan Hansen and all of his speaking engagements have been canceled. Virtually all of his income, 99% of his income, has been terminated 
through this COVID virus thing. So he's really hurting right now and can barely pay his bills and is having to withdraw from radio and television because of that. So uh, we're entering that time. Uh, it's a dark time, and few have been chosen like you, David. And um, you're still getting three hours sleep per night, and that's amazing. <laughs> you know, as a young guy, I used to get by on five, and I was one of 5% of the population that can do that. But when I stretch it back to three, yeah, I drag a little bit. But there's so much to do. I mean, there are so many oh, intrigues yeah. right now. I, I don't know how you look at President Trump. I mean, here's what I fight against. Well, I voted he, for him. I'm, I'm so a, did I. I'm a so Trump did I. guy because he's the only hope we have left in pushing back the new world order but i think his appointed time is just about over and only god knows that but it is over it is over um listen when he came in people say oh he was compromised in the beginning a trojan horse blah 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 you know he wasn't he canceled the tpp when he came in the trans-pacific partnership Mm -hmm. that was the darling of of the globalists at that time and it was so uh, obscure that even congress wasn't allowed to uh, review it uh, and, and he came in and says, no, it's over. That's it. We're done. And then he took on some real powerful enemies. And he he was really one of the best presidents we've ever had in his first three years. But right now, he's laying down, taking a beating, and he's doing nothing for the American people to protect us against this big pharma takeover. Well, you know, uh, here we have to understand that he's only a man. I agree. And a very powerful one. And that's the reason he made it into office, and uh, God permitted that. It was a surprise to everybody. I honestly didn't think it would happen, and most of us didn't. So God allowed that and then uh, opened up his administration with prayer. And he had uh, Franklin Graham in there on the day of inauguration and so on. I think that was God's way of telling us that this is my last attempt to uh, forestall the New World Order uh, and uh, and I'm going to use uh, Mr. Trump, but now, uh, and of course, the whole by the by the way, the entire government had already been taken over by Satan's people under Obama, who was, you know, an Islamic communist and uh, uh, and many other things as we know that I'm not going to say on the air. So, um, uh, Mr. Obama was groomed and appointed and trained and educated by the Communist Party. His daddy was an actual card-carrying communist, you know, Marshall, and uh, uh, was watched by the Hoover administration back in those days when they could get away with that. (laughs) But So uh, his daddy was an outright communist revolutionary, um, and Mr. Obama, who wasn't born in the United States, was uh, subsequently taken to Hawaii, educated over there in prep schools, all of which was, you know, paid for by the Communist Party. So indirectly... Um, uh, Mr. Obama has always worked for the Communist Party, party, headed now by Mr. Putin, the international head of the Communist Party, which is the head of the Chinese Communist Party and the American Communist Party USA. Folks, if you want an uh, educational experience, uh, which wouldn't have happened under the uh, Hoover administration, just go to the Communist Party's website. You know, uh, the one that's most intriguing is their website called Revolutionary, www.revolutionarycommunistpartyusa.com. 
Bitcoin sinks below 40000 and the world is celebrating because the most successful investors buy when everyone else is selling, and they sell when everyone else is buying. Because cryptocurrency is a risky investment, you as an investor need a fully secure digital money platform, and that's what we give you with My Digital Money, MDM for short. MDM uses unparalleled military-grade cold storage for your cryptos, which is also fully insured. Because this was created by Colin Plume, CEO of American-based Noble Gold, when you reach customer service, you'll be able to understand what they're telling you. English spoken here. MDM will help you open and maintain your crypto IRA, so go to their website, mydigitalmoney.com. Digital currency is a new and very speculative market. It is risky. No outcome can be predicted with any investment is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors. My digitalmoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest you have enough to worry about let us help you set it up and you'll be extremely happy with our service or just go to www.communistpartyusa.com read what their plans are they've already rewritten Dave I don't know if you've known this but they've already rewritten the US Constitution to go into effect after the takeover so we have, they've already rewritten our Constitution. It's already been on their shelf for 10 years. Is that the um, H.R. 1111 that Sheila Jackson Lee authored that's sitting there dormant in Congress? I'm, I'm not familiar with that specific It event. hands off the government to something called the Institute of Peace, which basically is controlled by the U.N., well, the UN is communist. I'm not. I'm not familiar with that. But it's almost impossible to to stay up on everything, Dave. So I try to generalize. Um, oh, Jerry, with, you're with, the Superman. With, you got to stay up on everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think right now I'm Mighty Mouse, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've dropped my cape. I I don't have any. I, I'm definitely not Spider Man. I'm talking. But thanks for the compliment anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's the thing. It's impossible to stay up on everything that's happening. However, this COVID thing was actually planned by the Rockefeller Foundation 10 years ago. Do you have that document called Operation Lockstep, Dave? I'm familiar with it. I don't remember if I've seen it, but I've After discussed, show, I've discussed it. it. Yeah, send it to me, please. Okay, go to page 18. And it talks exactly about what's happening right now, minus the term COVID-19. But it talks about it minus the term. They didn't have that term in that publication back 10 years ago. But they've been planning for this for a long, long time. And it's in a publication, that they, a 53-page publication that I'll send you a PDF file on at the conclusion of this program and you can attach that for people's edification to our show if you like sir it's your program but on page 18 write that down on page 18 of this document they actually describe is called operation lockstep now that kind of reminds you of hitler doesn't it you know the lockstep sure you know, the yeah stepping right because it talks about a, a total international authoritarian government based on an allegation of a virus See, so uh, this thing has been planned. Um, it's also the only way, David. It's only the only way they could have completely demolished capitalism, both here and elsewhere. Okay, uh, any form of capitalism has now been demolished. It will not be coming back. Do you think that now that they have a grip on us, that it's going to be lessened? Don't believe for a second that they're going to open government back up. And even if they were to do so. 
Our farmers are committing suicide. They're dumping their milk in the gutters. Uh, the potato farmers in Idaho, next to me, I'm in Spokane, Washington, they're giving their potatoes away and the rest of it's rotting in the fields. Okay, so our, our eight meat plants, eight meat processing plants have just been shut down. The biggest pork producing uh, plants have been shut down. Chicken farmers are going out of business. They can't sell their eggs. They can't sell their meat. Uh, we're going into a famine here probably in less than a year. We're going to be Venezuela, uh, which just hit the news again that uh, there's so much inflation and food shortages in Venezuela right now. Uh, similar to about 18 months ago, two years ago, where they were cannibalizing dead yeah. bodies. Yes, I saw for that. For food in Venezuela. So uh, that's coming to the United States, and so judgment yeah, I saw is that. coming. We've got to yeah, so hold it right here for a second okay. here. I'm gonna, I need to make an announcement to my audience because we're on different time tracks, and we're going to come back for a part two here in just a minute. And uh, we're about 45 seconds away. So down the line here, if you're listening to us on a Red State Talk Radio affiliate or a Global Star Radio Network affiliate, we'll be back in the next hour with Terry. If you're listening to us on our flagship station at KYAH, hey, no problem. Uh, we'll, we'll catch you on the next business day, and uh, we'll reset this. And we're going to get into some of these current events that Terry is just bringing up right now at the end of this particular part of our time together. And uh, listen, folks, I think we're just getting started because I have a lot of questions i got to ask Terry about current events and, and ask him how that uh, relates to what he wrote in his book. And uh, we're going to be talking about his book again in the second hour. Uh, listen, we appreciate you being with us. Again, our sponsors for this hour being... Uh, um, <laughs> uh, I just had brain aneurysm because I'm getting so much information thrown at me. Um, we're, we're brought to you by Noble Gold, and we're brought to you by preparewithdave.com. That's the MPS sponsor we have. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're not prepping right now, you're going to be sorry down the road. You need to acquire food and assets while you still can because those days are coming to an end. We're going to pursue that with Terry, too. So everybody, if you're going to come back in the next hour, sit tight. And if not, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we'll catch you tomorrow. And uh, hang on. And Terry, sit tight. I'll be right back with you in a few minutes. We're going to have to disconnect and reconnect for the for the next hour. Great. Thank you. Okay. Bitcoin sinks below 40000 and the world is celebrating because the most successful investors buy when everyone else is selling, and they sell when everyone else is buying. Because cryptocurrency is a risky investment, you as an investor need a fully secure digital money platform, and that's what we give you with My Digital Money, MDM for short. MDM uses unparalleled military-grade cold storage for your cryptos, which is also fully insured. Because this was created by Colin Plume, CEO of American-based Noble Gold, when you reach customer service, you'll be able to understand what they're telling you english spoken here mdm will help you open and maintain your crypto ira so go to their website mydigitalmoney.com digital currency is a new and very speculative market it is risky no outcome can be predicted with any investment is subject to complete loss and not suitable for all investors my digitalmoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest you have enough to worry about let us help you set it up and you'll be extremely happy with our service 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.